Hey, everybody, we have the super talented Kim Whitley on today's Black Hollywood Lives Portraits. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live Portraits. Woo! Uh, uh, I like Kim. Kim, Kim you gotta catch that beat. Kim, Kim, Kim got the delayed beat. I grew up in Shaka Heights. Shaka Heights, Shaka Heights dance. Uh oh, uh oh. Oh, we, we all did it. There we go. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live uh, Portraits. As you can see, we got a full party going on today. Really? Our lovely guest yes. in the orange. You're killing it right now. Yes. Kim Whitley is in the house. Thank yeah. you. See, that's where all, that's that's check, all those checks get all that gold and all yes. that orange. Not only does she light up, but her pen lights up. Yes, that's right. Her pen up. lights up. I got the light up pen. When you got real yeah. checks, you get a light up pen. That's all I got to say. There you go. There you go. Gotta pay the bill on the pen, though. <laughs> you gotta pay the bill on the pen. <laughs> What's well, happening, thank you, y'all? welcome. I'm thank you for coming link. in. I'm waiting on it my came, link. It came, it came, it came. Oh, okay. Oh, I like gonna... to tell people, you know, that's what I'm doing. She's tweeting out Boom, the show. Boom, there it is, there it is. Oh, Everybody, yeah. check yeah. me yeah. out. We love yeah. a retweet. We yeah. love a retweet. This well, is exciting. Good. Thank you for being here, first of all. You've been doing uh, you. rounds today and this week, promoting everything, and you yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. I feel like every Praise time I see a movie or TV show, you are in it. Okay. I'll take that. Everyone. And all those checks. Everyone. Yes, God is good. God is good. <laughs> All the time. Yes. And you know what's funny? A lot of people obviously moved to L.A. and, and, and they're really trying to have that focus goal mm-hmm. on making it in this industry. And, you know, the percentage is small on who really makes it. But you have seen to create that formula of what longevity means. What advice and what would you say is the key to have longevity in the entertainment business? Stay away from... Drugs and alcohol. No, that's oh, what my alcohol. mother. You know what? That's what my mother told me when I came out here. She was like, "Drugs, alcohol, and rock and roll." Wow. I was like, "What?" She was scared me to death. That was the seventies too. Yeah, right? I was. She was like, "I was like, rock and roll. Where is that?" Um, but uh, I know a lot of it. You know, was basically uh, staying away from the craziness and the and the drugs because yeah. you can get caught up. That, mm-hmm. that is the truth. Um, and longevity, I would say, is always recreating yourself and never waiting for someone to give you a job and make a job. Mm-hmm. And that is going That's to people and when you see an opportunity. You know, if you see something and you could be a part of it, you write the part and show it to them or you give them the character. Yeah. Or And another thing is always thank yous. Every cast and director and every producer that gives me a job, I try to send a thank you yeah. and say, hey, you know, whatever it is, a bottle of wine, a card, thanks for, you know, remember me. If I want a job, I send stuff yeah. and, you know, put my face in it. Hey, don't forget me. That's how <laughs> I used to do it. It's really a hustle. That's all it is, yeah. is self-promoting yourself. That's true. Um, so I would say that's the longevity. Um, and at the end of the day, it's being a nice person. Mm-hmm. And if you're kind and you put out uh, to the universe, you get what you put out. It comes back to you. And kindness, being nice on the set and being kind to people, mm-hmm. I-, I think you become blessed. Well, you've definitely been blessed. Done, yeah. Thank you. 10% talent. 10% talent. <laughs> talent. Nah, I don't believe that. graciousness. Uh, right, yeah, right. Great. Well, I mean, we've seen it from your career how much, you know, people do love you. And, and, and we've seen you play such a variation of different roles. I mean, you can play dramatic roles. You can play comedy. Mm-hmm. In fact, I know you got a new comedy tour that's coming out. He I said, do. she said. Right now, he said, she said. <laughs> Where did the what idea for that, that come? Boom. Uh, well, me and uh, David A. Arnold, who's a comic and very, very, very funny, I... 
we go on stage together. We actually have a show next weekend at the Comedy Union here in Los Angeles. Uh, it's uh, Friday night the 15th and two shows on Saturday night the 16th. And you can get tickets at comedyunion.com. Uh, it is a show where people will see something different. You know, stand-up is always the same. Right. Mm-hmm. So we decided on, I go on stage, and then I bring him up, because I'm, I'm already known. So I introduce him to the world, really. But when I tell you, this guy has written for everyone. He writes on uh, uh, Hollywood Husbands, Husbands of Hollywood, the Kevin Hart show. He's written for Kevin Hart. He's written for everyone, writes for me, um, written on TV shows. But his stand-up, he is so funny. So that I, then we go on stage together at the end. He brings me back up, and then we do this whole thing, um, you know, about news and us and relationship. He's he's married. I'm not married. I'm cute. He's not. But we do this whole thing, and, and people leave loving the show because it's something different. Yeah. And we bring him into the show. We ask questions. So oh, it's audience participation. participation. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. almost like Beyonce and Jay-Z when they did the joint right. comedy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys the comedy like tour. That's the comedy yeah. version of that. Yeah. And David would say, I am Jay-Z. And that's what he <laughs> would say. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, so please, everyone, you know, if you are here in Los Angeles and you're listening, come out to the show uh, Friday and Saturday, 15th, 16th at the Comedy Union. Can I ask you, as a, as a comedian, um, one thing I've always kind of, like, thought about in my head, there's a lot of times where you, as you're growing as an artist and you start watching things, things on TV and translating that into comedy. For you, how do you keep your balance as far as, or is there, as a comedian, do you have that balance of, is this the platform to speak about Mm -hmm. certain topics, or how do you kind of keep that balance of funny, but also, I know not to bring the word political correctness into it, but almost of... Without losing your faith in in certain things and kind of giving into like Hollywood. Well, as a comic, you find comedy in almost everything. There's like a 24-hour rule that we all break, and all you can do is go up and be like, too soon? Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) It's too soon. Right. Because comics are lenient. Yeah. Regular people aren't. Right. Because this is, all we do is observe, make observations, turn it funny. Um, Everything is not funny, but at the end of the day, you always find humor in it. Just to, to to lighten it up, lighten the load. Um, so how you balance it is you you say what you can. Um, the problem is uh, these days with all the cameras and people taping you. Sometimes comics, myself, all of us, we get in trouble. We get in trouble because people can't take a joke anymore. Right, everybody's You know, everyone's sensitive. When Don Rickles was coming through, Red Fox, they said whatever the hell they wanted to say. (laughs) And they were rude about it. Don Rickles still is rude and (laughs) non-apologetic. Now I get up and say some of those things. The people are going to come after you on social media. Then you got to apologize. And then I get mad. I'm like, what you apologizing for? Why are you apologizing? It was a joke. You said it in jest. Well, you hurt some people. You know, you hurt the disabled. You hurt the mentally ill. You know, we didn't hurt them. We we didn't. There's no hurt involved. I I, I call it bringing. Uh, what do you say? Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you you're bringing the the subject. Like, but you know, there's certain things you can't say and you shouldn't say. But at the same time, look at the content in which it was said. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's not be so hard. And when I tell you, people jump on people so fast. Quick. Real quick. It's so, so quick, quick because, but then you look at the people jumping, those people are just negative and mean. They're going to jump on you regardless. Mm. 
So it's very difficult as a comic to balance that these days. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that because obviously we just came off the BT Awards and mm-hmm. Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy got a lot of slack off of his delivery from his speech yeah. from winning the Humanitarian Award. Do you feel that that was something that people were just too dramatic about and that he they, they were calling for him to be fired from Grey's Anatomy and Shonda Rhimes shut that down, by the way? I know Shonda did. First of all, let me explain something. <laughs> Jesse, you keep on talking, Jesse Please. Williams. Let me explain something to you. It was on BET, <laughs> Black Entertainment Television. He's talking about things that are concerning black people. And all people, he is of a mixed race. His wife is mixed. This is the thing. So it's not, he wasn't about race. He is talking about what is happening today in this world. Mm-hmm. And how are they going to get upset about who is they? I'm so sick of they. Okay. People hide. Behind the change, 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 change org. Was it change org? Change.org is one of the, the oh, they's. Really? The, yeah. the, the, they the had like 1600 petitions. But who did that? Who started the petition? Exactly. Right. The change. Who started it? Yeah. Anonymous started it. Show your yep. face. Tell us who started it. Yeah. Show yourself. If you're so big and going to stand up, it's the same people that are voting for Donald Trump. He done brought out all kind of races. Those are the same people. The people that have been hiding in the shadows are now like, woo, let's come out on. We can say anything. And it's getting violent. And now we want to shut down Jesse. Jesse is talking is uh, freedom of speech. And he was not saying anything negative about anybody. His mama, I believe, is white. Yep. His yes. wife is half white. So he's not picking on white people. He's picking on racist people. He's picking on society. He's picking on society that is that that, that are doing things to to brothers, yeah. brothers and sisters that are wrong. So how? I'm so glad. I'm so glad they started a petition. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad they got upset. I don't know what to do because what it has done is raised his star. I don't care mm-hmm. what you say. Now people who didn't know Jesse, they, they know, know him who now. He is now. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows him now. I knew he was a cute little boy on Grey's Anatomy. I didn't know his name. <laughs> right. Now I'm he's a household name now. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Sometimes you got to go through the pain yeah. to get the name. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's hashtag it. it. I love that she even did the dip back of her own on that one. She was like, oh, she just said something profound. I jumped <laughs> it. Well, speaking to that, though, do you see, because a lot of people say, like, uh, are upset with Hollywood and personalities in general that there is this grand platform that you guys are on and there could be more done because people always want to throw back to the 60s and Harry Belafonte and those Mm -hmm. uh, Sam and all of them that were sort of major elements of the civil rights movement but maybe haven't taken as much of a step up in nowadays Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. Do you see that as a responsibility for celebrity or is that something you just kind of feel like it's every It's It's a responsibility for certain celebrities. Okay. Certain celebrities you don't want to talk it. Like Nicki Minaj got a lot of heat because she didn't post anything about... Nicki Minaj <laughs> don't better not say nothing. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with them? Nicki Nicki Minaj be Nicki. Keep dancing, keep singing, making We don't want to hear her political views. We don't want to hear her political views. And Nicki don't want to talk about it. Is that why Justin Timberlake, you think, also kind of got the, the heat that he got for... He didn't say none. He supported well, He supported it. He was t- supporting Jesse Williams' yeah. speech, but then Absolutely. Twitter came after he him saying... And yeah. said what? They, basically, Twitter came after him saying, basically, so now you, are you going to actually like stand up for the fact that you've been appropriating our culture all this time right. and I, apologize to Janet? 
Apologize. Did he steal some of Jalen's music? No. No, but remember, you remember, you know, the, the booby from Super Bowl. Bowl. You know, he let he let Jenna hang a little bit. I was mad with JT not, on that. I can't lie. I can't lie. <laughs> I'm mad at JT over Jenna. We would Boobie. never have that moment if that didn't happen. He didn't need to go up in there and support her. Janet's titty came out. That's it. And Janet got to own that because she knows she loosened the shit up. Because I would have done the same damn thing. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'd have been like, I'm about to drop this CD. So it was I'm a plan. It was a plan. What? I'm not mad at Jen. I'd have loosened that shit up. I'd have caused a blackout. I'd have let one of these bad boys pop out and had my CD sales go through the roof. Tomorrow. Oh, I'm so sorry. Could have damn about Justin Tillman standing up. I'm glad he stand up, stood up for Jesse because he's singing our music. We think he's black. He loves black people. Then stand up. That's like you got white people right now. White people and Asian people are holding up signs that Black Lives Matter. This ain't by ourselves. You know, and you had an interesting uh, Instagram post that you showed me right before the show of, of one about it was a white man saying that yes. something about uh, yeah the white man he said it's not only uh, black people concerned about black lives black I just lives, messed yeah. up I just that's okay but that was, that was and nice. that up but I tell you I just <laughs> we got the, we all, got the gist of it that's what I said a little cute little old <laughs> white, white man. man he had his little you gonna make me hold the thing up now I got to go through fifty thousand no don't no, no, worry about it well, everybody <laughs> find how much time how long is the show right it's gonna be thirty minutes. You scrolling to the find a little white man. But white when man. I tell you what people, yeah, I know. But this is the deal: we sh- we do have a platform because we are able to speak yeah. louder than other people. I sat in for Steve Harvey this morning on his radio show for four hours. I got four hours mm-hmm. to talk about how I feel about this issue. Yeah. You know, so think about that. If I sat on there and was like, mm, y'all come see my comedy show, right. Right, yeah. you're right. You should look at me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Does it matter to me? But there are certain celebrities. If you're not going to say anything profound or anything right or anything that's going to help, then don't talk. Right. Mm-hmm. People want everyone to say. You want, wants everyone who's a celebrity to say something. Yeah. That's not right. right. Harry Belafonte was political. He's still political. Right. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? He was for the movement. Now, Black Lives Matter. Uh, if they want me to come out in March, I got to make sure uh, I ain't got a gig. But I'm gonna be there because I still gotta feed that <laughs> little five year old. But you know, Joshua now, yeah. You're right, Joshua's and I think that out. this is another thing. Black Lives Matter or whatever organization it is. You have to be willing to reach out to the celebrity, to tweet them, to Facebook them. You can't sit back and say, oh, the celebrity going to figure it out. We're going to go where? We don't know who to call. Hey, can y'all hit me up? No. So therefore, you reach out to them. Hey, can you come to this march? Can you say something? That's how you get celebrities to chime in because then they're like, oh, they value me. Or, oh, I can do this. Or I got somebody to to connect with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not to, you know, Sit up here and grandstand, but I'm telling you, no, I feel, you I feel need that. Mm-hmm. You, we, it's not. We don't have a magic publicist that's going to say, "Hey, why don't you why join you this, this march? Why yeah. don't you do this?" It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You reach out to us. But do you really have faith in the the millennials now? Because the generation maybe that was grew up in the 60s or 70s, there was a bunch of leaders there. There were people who stood up for different causes and different things, but I feel like now, you know, yeah, Beyonce made a statement today to stop killing our, our people and we have Jesse Williams, but it doesn't seem to be an overflow of the younger millennials who are who are f- celebrities, first of all, and who are stepping up in that same manner. No, we just say leaders, period. And I'm going to say that because I said it this morning and I talked to uh, Congressman uh, Cedric, uh, I think it's Jefferson, out of uh, Louisiana. He was on the line and I said, 
okay, you're young, you're a congressman. I said, where are our leaders? Right. I said, and they were like, oh. I said, let's go ahead and do a name call. Where are they? Yeah. We're going to say Al Sharpton and Jesse. They've been fighting for 50 but that's, years. But that's still the older that's generation. Whole, that's the, what I'm saying. Where are the new ones that yeah. are going to stand up? And some stars have risen you sure. know, through the ashes, but yeah. then they let go or they fail through. I don't know what happened to Is them. it the fear of that your career will suffer if you become too much, or known too much of an activist? Yeah. Well, your, your career... I, yeah, if you get nervous, maybe that's the point. But we have people like, say, uh, but there's still another uh, generation. We have, uh, see how my mind went blank. Uh, <laughs> we have reporters, let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. We have reporters that speak, and mm. they become our leaders. They're not, um, what's our boy's name to wear the ascot all the time? Oh Roland, Martin. Roland Martin. Roland Martin. He, I mean, look at his voice. Yeah. Yeah. If Roland was so crazy, but that look who we look to. Right. Um, we have, um, you know, people like that. I, I can, my mind is going blank, but these are the people who have a voice who are willing to say whatever they need to say. Sure. Yeah. But we need somebody who is going to organize, yep. and it's really going to take someone who's in politics. Yep. Yeah. Who says, <clears throat> like when they stood up and they shut down that floor at Congress? Oh yeah, the uh, the, the Democrats. The, the Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. When they, shut down the they shut it down. Yeah. Now that was a move. That was a stand. That was a stand. Yeah. And people were outside standing black, white, green, purple. Yep. Everyone was making a stand with them. So that's the kind of movement we need. But once again, look who it was. Right. So that, the millennium, and, and this is the thing, because we've gotten everything instant. We don't know where we came from, so we don't know where we're going. Right. You know, Wendy Williams with her crazy, <laughs> stupid. You're not a fan. Wendy, no, no, no I didn't. What she said, because I was, I was upset with Wendy because I went to an HBCU, a historically yes. black college. And she's like, well, I wear the historically white colleges. I'm looking at her. At uh, every college. She what did are you not talking about? That's the majority Harvard, of college. Princeton. <laughs> My college, and Ohio I'm, State. Exactly. <laughs> and I was upset with her because I know parents who have walked to school, grandparents for miles and miles. It was a white school right next to them, but they couldn't get in there. So they had to walk miles just to get to a school that would let a black child in. So how dare you not know your history that these schools had to be created because they weren't letting us in. That's true. So you make that statement, and then she's mad because the audience is not with her. She knows better than that. She, yeah, knows, yeah, she knows better. I, yeah, I just. I, I feel like she. Wendy. Wendy. She regretted yeah. saying that. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. About I, 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 hope, I, I think hope she did regret it. I do hope she. I think she just it, didn't I, make her point and didn't know how to get out get of it, it when out. she was in it because that point that wasn't even a point that didn't make any sense. Well, no, she made it because she kept going on with <laughs> She's it. like trying to get there and talk about the NAACP, and then she went. It was. And then she talked about Jesse. It was a mess. I was looking at. I was like, Wendy, you gonna get your black your black wake up call? Oh, it's coming. Yeah. And they already Because somebody's dragging. not going to know you and something's going to happen. Yeah, Just like Oprah when she went over to London and they treated like and that her man oh, the first, yeah, yeah, the first incident. And yeah. Oprah I, think it, I think it was Switzerland. I think it was yeah. Switzerland. Switzerland. Wherever she yeah, was. Yeah, she was like, whatever, in European, in they didn't European, know her. they yeah. didn't know or care. Yeah. But see, Oprah ain't got a problem with her blackness. No. She knew exactly what was happening. She did. But see, Wendy, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. So with the millennial thing, I, it's so funny that you brought that up because I always think that you look at these young kids and the way that they join together and create their little organizations for things that they think are important. Mm-hmm. So we see what's going on right now. How is it that we wake that generation up to really truly understand? Because that's all right now what it is, is we're getting the older generation with the younger generation not fully coming together. Because, and that's where you get like the the, the Raven Simone or, you know, where mm-hmm. she comes out and says something. And then it's like half people attack her and half people are like, well, I kind of understand what she says. Right. How do you educate the youth in a, in a way that we can because they aren't sitting here reading textbooks. They mm-hmm. aren't 
sitting here watching the documentaries, how do we advertise to these kids to really understand their education and, 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 and give them information? Well, I think it's going to start, of course, in schools, but in our churches, because mm-hmm. we have huge churches. And I know we <laughs> preach in the word and all that, but now it's time to take these children and teach them how to lead, but really teach them how to vote. Because we are so confused. Even me, I Mm -hmm. was confused. We don't understand that we gotta, you gotta take control of the Senate. You gotta Mm -hmm. take control, or you're going to lose. The president only has so much power. We have to vote for our mayors. We have to vote for our senators and our judges, our police chief. However this works, you have to know the people. And that starts... That really starts in the church because that's who can do it. Start educating um, our kids. And really, I'm thinking the leaders of of the older leaders of the generation before needs to reach back and grab some kids and be a mentor. Like you see a child or you see somebody who could be a great leader, Al Sharpton, go back and get somebody. Start, Start cultivating that child for the for the next that we need somebody you know jesse go and get somebody obama go and get somebody you know it doesn't have to be on the news that's true right just start working with them in your organization because you see that there's you know a lot somebody with jesse somebody should get next to him and start helping him yeah and build that and build that because he he don't need to be an actor he's ready he's ready honestly he's ready now you have a a young son josh who's five now i just want to sit look on my twitter see how many people cussing me out (laughs) (laughs) wendy you talking to me wendy oh really oh uh, right and and wendy's uh tweeting you right now um joshua being a young black male that you're raising you know what? What do you feel are things that you need to instill in him, especially now with the way things are? Just, I mean, we have police brutality that's still going on. But what are the things that you're teaching him to kind of prep him for being a black man in this world? You know, soon. It's unfortunate because I'm pretty sure there aren't uh, white moms and Asian moms having this conversation. And I have to say, it's just like, you know, in the 1800s, we got to go back. To it is. You got to go back to say, oh, you just got to watch out. Don't let them see you read that book. I mean, it really is going, it's a. That's scary. It is very scary. Mm. It is very scary because that's what you're doing. You were going backwards. Instead of telling my son, you know, you're great, you're powerful, you could be anything you want to be, I got to tell my son, now look here, when the police pull you over, especially if it's a white man, the first thing I want you to say is, don't shoot, don't shoot. I'll do anything, I'm complying, I'm complying, do not shoot. Would you like me to get my wallet? Would you like to get it for me? Don't move. Please do not shoot. That's what I got to tell him. Yeah. Because he's got to make sure the police understand, I, I see you. Right. Don't shoot. I have no weapon. I have nothing. Instead of really teaching my child how to be a great leader and how to, to be a, a, a great person in this society. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. who, when they could be curing cancer, you know, coming up with all kind of new gadgets and, and the next electronic, you know, great thing. Our kids are going to have space of worry. Yeah. Sleepless we nights. We gotta worry about driving in our car, and you know, in especially a black yeah. young man, yeah. and he's five right now. So it, it's scary. I got other things to worry about. Him hit, getting hit by a car. Okay. <laughs> Him getting <Right>. the measles. <laughs> right. We right. just add. Really, that's what we gonna add. Right. And I, I mean, it's the craziest thing ever. Yeah. And, and it's it, but it, it's a. I'm so sick of saying it's a conversation. It's a hashtag. Yeah. It's it's time. For action, because I don't want to hear my son get shot. Mm, yeah. Because when I tell you they're gonna have to shoot me, mm-hmm. this—that's what I'm talking about. When I heard, 
the mother in uh, Baton Rouge talking about her son. And then I hear that man's child behind him, yeah. his 15 year old son. That was killing me. Yeah. Wailing? Yeah. Could you shot my father yeah. for selling CDs for his hustle? We are going backwards. And, and I, I ask, what do you want? Because you brought us over here. You brought us here. What do you want us to do? We can't pack up and go back. We are here. What do you I can't change the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. I can't change that I'm smart or I'm beautiful or that I'm adding to society or people like me. I, I can't. I'm black. My child's black. What do we do? You, you, you look at the people, the, the Trump followers, and, and just people who are unhappy in general. And they don't like the color of my skin because that's what their father or mother told them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more of, I, I remember the L.A. riots, and the Asians were very, you know, mm-hmm. weary of us. And, and after the L.A. riots, we had conversations. We went in their stores, very friendly. I don't think they got the problem now because we've, just because you don't speak the same language I speak doesn't mean we can't be friends. A smile is universal. Um, I got a, a really good friend of the Korean guy. He owned a gas station, became my best buddy. But that's because we have fear because it's unknown. Mm-hmm. It's different. That's what the problem is. So, you know, I, I think it's just we have to just start not being afraid. And those people know, don't be afraid. The cops, don't be, we got to start with the training. Don't be fearful. Yeah. That's They're so afraid of a black man, a big black man. It's just, it's just It so is the crazy. crazy, you get on the elevator and the people grab their grab purse, the purse and move over. Yeah, it happened to me the other day and I was in what? a suit. And you're like, in a suit, what are you going to do? I'm like, what am I going to do? We're in an elevator first of all, what, what am I going to do? You know? It's the fear, it's the it's fear. fear. And, and, and I don't know how to solve it. All I can do is, you know, talk about it. And it's therapy for me. I think it's therapy for everyone. And you all have this wonderful show as an outlet for people with laughter and knowledge. So it's a great But it's good because you carry a conversation. And the one thing I I see, we see on TV is we see these television shows. We see these uh, reality shows Mm -hmm. be putting in front of us. And they they put the problem in front of us. But there's never a conversation afterwards about what did we just watch? Was this okay to watch? Okay, if this happens in real life, how do we go about... Instead, we're watching stuff that tells us what to think versus how to think. Mm-hmm. And I think that in this generation to have a voice like you, you know, where you, we, we've seen you across the board and all different characters to be able to come out and still be able to, you, you gather people's attention because you do have that, that funniness mm-hmm. to you. And I think to be able to own that balance, which I, I get from you, I think that, that shows a true leader. And you, you say you don't know how to, but I think what you're doing is that. What you just said today, honestly, I was like... Yeah. Are you saying oh, man? Smack out of man. She got a little like, snippet over there. Look, like, look Kim, talk Kim talk forgot we were even over me. here. Kim turned her back. I turned my back, turned back on us. We don't even need to be here. you go ahead and lead the show. No, we keep talking. <laughs> but no, I, I think that that's honestly, I, I really, I appreciate you because it, it's mind blowing. And, and then to hear that you, you know, you woke up this morning and got on Twitter to do that. So mm-hmm. I think, like you were talking about with certain celebrities, you don't have a PR. And so I think it's amazing when you 
look inside of you and you push that forward. And I think a lot of other celebrities do. And that's why these companies do need to reach out because mm -hmm. I think a lot of celebrities are afraid because they don't yeah. want to say the wrong thing. They don't right. want to be looked yeah. at afraid in a certain way. And sure. because they don't know exactly, like you said, they weren't fully educated. And so I think the more you talk about it and the more you are vocal about it mm -hmm. because you know what you're talking about. So to be able to hear that that's inspiring for other celebrities and also people you know what I mean people like myself so. yeah and there are going to be people it's not going to be perfect I'm pretty sure on my uh, on my Twitter there's going to be people talking about me and mad but this is the thing everyone's not going to like what you and say and they're listening that's the truth. but they're listening their hair yeah. so at the end of the day even if they don't like it they listen they listen so and, and what are you going to do that's all you can do is like you said go through the pain yeah <laughs> <laughs> Go See, the people didn't know we was going to church today and oh, having a party. I know. I thought man. we was gonna have fun, but you know, I ain't gotten so. No, no. We listen. We needed. To, we needed to, we, I knew when you came in here, we need to let you voice that opinion because a lot of people don't know that side of you. They see the comedy, so it's yeah. like great okay. to, no, to no, have that. Honestly, no, yeah, to yeah, show that was all of that. Was, you saw that, Jesse. I'm gonna let you guys have your own show. And you got to. I had to do it. I had to do it for my dad. You know, you had to do it for your grandparents. My father's still alive and around. You know, think about what they went through. See, that's what I'm talking about. That generation doesn't know. Yeah. yeah, they look at those because we're desensitized. Remember, everything looks like a movie. Right. Yeah. When you see those hoses on those people and the dogs and all that, yeah. look like a movie. It does. It does. That's yeah. so funny. Well, another that's topic that was funny. in the news is Loretta Devine. Uh, she mentioned the fact that only young African American women who are twenty and thirty can be twenties and thirties can be leading ladies. Now, I feel like you have broken that rule. So, what do what do you think about her making that statement? It's probably true because <laughs> Samuel Jackson don't want me. Well, Sam might. Sam, Sam might. But Will Smith, my equal, ain't going to want me to be his woman. He, need, he want a 20-year-old or maybe a 25, 30-year-old to make him look good. Mm. You know, that's what it is. The the older men get the younger girls, so they, they try to hold on. <laughs> so trying to hold on. Can you see me? Hold up. I'm going to kick them, too. I'm out there kicking and throwing. I mean, come on, baby. Let's go. I mean, it's, and, 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 and in the love scene, they covered up, and the 20-year-old is showing her body. Okay. Now, imagine me on top of Will. <laughs> I, oh, so I, I, actually, I would go and see that in a movie. I, I want to see it. Will needs to take that listen, into consideration. I'll be like, Will, Will, if you're watching, we're putting that out there right now. We got right Mr. and Mrs. We Smith part two. Part okay, two. Mr. and Mrs. I'll be like, Will, just breathe. Breathe. It's all right. I should take no, my leg off. it should be called you. part two, Papa Smith and Mama Smith. Papa that's Smith, Mama Smith. Big Willis style. That's it. Now, people will watch that, but I believe that's, I understand where Loretta's coming from. Because no one is bringing us scripts. No one's calling us to be a leading lady. Because who's the leading man. Now this is the difference. When it changes is when the movie's about the lead woman and we get to pick the lead man. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. when it changes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they bring they pick the lead man first. Then there they go. But it seems to be changing in a lot of ways. I mean we have you know a lot of college students now who are in these different programs that are being set up by like Ava uh, DuVernay who mm -hmm. is creating opportunities for young African American for, filmmakers. Uh -huh. you Parker. Know, and, oh and, yeah. And Issa. Issa. Issa so Issa I feel like Ray. that mm -hmm. that will change in a lot of ways mm -hmm. because people are more equipped now to want to produce their own shows and that's yes. been something that's been preached to the younger generation for a while is to do that and I feel like they're it's a slow pace because it, it it's going to be a you know it takes a while to get there but I feel like that's that really? changes really I'm going to be a on my walker. Tell me, y'all got, got, got that leading pie for mama. <laughs> Let me go on and put on this little thong. <laughs> she said the little thong. The little thong. <laughs> the little but thong. it's like, is it because we've become this overly sexualized world yes. that, that, that sure. that's what it is because it, it's ageism but at the same time it's like as I get older I notice me personally I start watching shows and there's certain things it's like, I can't watch this I feel like I'm watching like 
underage porn. Like the kids, yeah. like the yeah. kids are. They're making them look and, younger and, and yes, younger yes, and more yes, sexualized, yes, and it's almost like and it's just an MTV show. It's yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? Not, no, it's, it's like this good. is the CW. Oh, right. like, I don't even need. Well, that's why we aired on Young and Hungry. Same thing. <laughs> we had to change from ABC Family to Free for because we was acting up. So they was like, "Oh, you gonna take this family off here?" Yeah, but you're in your fourth season and, and doing, doing very, very well. well. Okay. Yes, we what are. can fans kind of expect from the rest, the rest of the season? Y'all, thank you for watching Young and Hungry on Freeform. Um, <laughs> me, Yolanda, being sillier. Uh, but some funny, funny episodes. We had one of my favorite episodes uh, last uh, yesterday or Wednesday, whenever that was. And, you know, it's just about Josh and Gabby getting together. Uh, Rex Lee mm-hmm. plays Elliot. Uh, we have a great relationship. Um, but the writing on the show is uh, just genius. Yeah. So they can just expect more storylines, more funny. I'm probably going to have a boyfriend. Hey. You know, I'm probably going to lose weight next season. Be real thin. I'm going to be that housekeeper, the sexy housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> I told They were like, Kim, you don't have to wear a uniform. You know, we're changing. I was oh. like, oh, no, you're going to put me in a uniform oh. next year. I'm going to be the sexy maid. At this. I don't even look like a maid on the show. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, like the, I just got a whole visual, though. Like the, uh, I can just like, picture next season now. There's a whole new direction. We're going to have to move from Young and Hungry on Wednesday nights on Freeform, y'all. Make sure y'all check it out. I keep trying to check my Twitter, but I don't know how to keep y'all's link going. So you can't retweet but once. I'm very oh, confused. Right. Yeah, that's true. What a little man that came in here earlier. <laughs> Steve. Steve's Steve. being requested. Steve, what's Can happening? You retweet I don't know how to retweeted. do that. Yeah, I don't know how to find so. the link. That's I don't know how to do it again. Like it, there's a link, and then you he didn't make it, so I can copy the link, the oh. copy and the paste, and then I can't talk and listen to your. Well, we're we gonna hook you we'll, up we'll at the end, out. and we'll make sure you get it. Oh, retweeted. and then everybody will see it again. Yeah, it'll everybody can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'll still be there. Yeah, it'll still be there. Yeah, you got a boyfriend. No, I'm kind of Courtney looking for a man. <laughs> you can't talk to Jesse; he's mine. <laughs> we got Harold Bell in the cor- corner. Harold, shout out to Harold. Raising Whitley, my bone. Harold. Availabilities <laughs> <laughs> right here on the stage. You know, now I, I have to admit I was really disappointed when I heard about the cancellation of yeah, Raising Whitley because about? you guys were one of the highest rated shows what on own. What is the reasoning behind that? I mean, I've heard a lot of different things. You know, what what happened? Cuz I what feel like sometimes mean? when what shows get too powerful and they get too popular, Sometimes they need to, be, you know. But that's what pull. they, but they need it, girl. Why would love and hip hop still on? Well, that's yeah. right about that. Well, that's all they got well, I would say this: uh, the own network has been fantastic to us. Um, you know, we—I'm not gonna say we had run our course, but I'm looking at it like this. Think about it. Own only has one night for reality shows, and that's Saturday. All the other nights are reruns or or the scripted. They have Tyler Perry got his own night. So one night and they got to fit in everybody and rotate. And think about it. The network has grown. You know, we started with the network. So if, you know, Holly Robinson Pete comes to them or such and such comes to them with a show, they're like, oh, this is good. This is new. This is fresh. How do we fit it in? Right. Yeah. So either we got to move something, get rid of something. And I'm just going to say, it ain't all the way over. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. we right. might we might, might be some things rekindled. Never there. know. Okay. People wanted to start somewhere. a campaign and I, I think own heard them. People were a little upset about raising Whitley. So who knows? But I think, you know, it was a good place to be. And yeah. I, and I know people love that, but I think 
That's all I could say. When I look at it, they didn't give me a reason because they were like, your ratings are great. Yeah. Um, but I think that was the reasoning that they needed Saturday night. They Saturday. needed a space. I hate that it's only one night, though. We always talk about that on the show. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be one yeah. night? Why can't it be spread? Because <laughs> Oprah was, she's very, I feel like she's really catering to the network. And I feel like we're Well, seeing, not even just on OWN. I'm just talking about in general. general. Just tele- networks in general. It's always one night. One night. night. Like one Thursday night. night. Thursday you got night. Shonda. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's yeah. one night. It's that's one true. night. It's like, why can't we have more than one night? Are you talking about black people? Just, yes. <laughs> Say what it is. Right. <laughs> black folks. Can we get more than one night for black well, folks? One black night. They, they working you know. on it. They working, they working no, on it. No, we just had one network. Come okay. on, we just well, had yeah. You pushing things. Yeah. Right, right. BET was the only network for years. For years. Well, now you one night, you tripping. UPN was popular for a while, then they're like, you too black, we gonna change your name to CW. Okay. But you know how they like to do that. Oh, no, they went to Warner Brothers. And then, you know, TV One, Centric. We still got the, you know, those are popping too. Those are doing things. TV ones, yeah. They're doing things. They're doing things. Well, one question that someone had tweeted me in to ask you is that, uh, will you know, The Village was obviously the pri- a, a big focus on your show, Raising Whitley. Mm-hmm. Will The Village still be involved with it Raising does. Joshua, you know, continuously? They ain't none of them have never showed up again. No, I'm just joking. Harold <laughs> <laughs> is actually here today because I've hurt my back. Um, Harold Bell, you know, is my mm-hmm. assistant on Raising Whitley, but he actually, I said, why didn't you take Joshua to daycare today? You know, I, you know, I have to do uh, Black Hollywood Live. I got this to do. He was like, because I wanted to spend time with him. You know, I was mad. <laughs> I mean, they try to get my makeup on. Joshua throwing things. Harold not even watching. <laughs> Harold and they dancing to music. I said, you okay? <laughs> so, and Wendell, Wendell James still, Wendell comes over. I talked to Val today. Um, Rodney. Yes. Rodney Van Johnson is still Joshua's daddy. Matter of fact, it was Ch- he was just called just Harold uh, to see if he had to pick him up from Kumon. So oh, I will okay. say when the when the cameras go down, it's really a real still village. Yeah. Now there are a few it. of them we don't know where they are. Sam, you still alive? <laughs> Sam, a couple missing couple village missing. members. We got a couple village members. <laughs> they was like, oh, they canceled it? Holla. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus, what happened? You're right, for Holly pa- Robinson P. <laughs> right, right. They're over there at Holly's house. <laughs> They're at Holly's so. Yes. I want to also say, everyone, I'm trying to build my social media. Can you please have people follow me on like Kim Whitley? Not mad at that. Oh, yes. K-Y-M-W-H-I-T-L-E-Y. Like my Facebook page on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I ain't got to Snapchat. Oh, see, that's next. You need to get on Snapchat. You need to get on the Snapchat. You would be really good yeah, on Snapchat. I had the parachute. I did the parachute. That was fun. What's the parachute? Oh, the parachute. Oh, 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 parachute. I thought you were going to go with I was the Pinterest. Like, I was going to act like I knew it, too. I was going to act like, oh, yeah, the parachute. I was like, oh, where did I get that at? Yeah, that one. No, Snapchat. 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 Everybody keeps telling They'll me. You will be a snapper. I can't yeah. figure it out because I was like, where does it go? It was creepy to me. Yeah, I was like, where does it just go to people? Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's just a way for them and to track And it's like real quick still. right there. It was yeah. weird, yeah. But... No, I but honestly, so, no, no, you'd be great. That's no, why it would work. I'd you be tonguing you and get caught. Oh, oops, snap that. Jesse to put his tongue down oh, my throat, wow. people. Wow, the exclusive the, right now. With Jesse's now new relationship. With the dog filter. <laughs> with the dog <laughs> And I'm pregnant. This is ridiculous by the dog, Jesse. Wow. <laughs> How, you know, speaking of your love life, Kim, what is your type? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Besides Jesse Chanity. Greek. You're my type, but you didn't want it. I slept on you. Remember in the car? You did. I had my head on you your did. shoulder. Wait, I should clarify that story uh, for the people who are like, what does that oh, mean? Yeah. Please, please do. Right, right, right. Please do. Uh, that might make the blogs, you and I, Kim. Uh, right. you know, uh, but he's, guess whose friend he is? Rodney's friend. I am Rodney's friend. Yeah. 
I am yes. Benny Johnson's oh. friend. Yeah, it's like a whole family affair. So I, that's how I know you. You, you could have yeah. been the years. Time, I, so you could have been Josh's dad. I could have been Josh's dad. <laughs> I would have loved when I was Josh. Picking, I was there I when I was there when he was delivered. Oh, that's I was there. Right. Well, you got him. I was there. We were at Carmen's house. That's right. That, look at that. See, I'm telling you, I was there. Wow. And we, I put him in your car. Kiss me. Look at that. Did you say kiss me? I, I, kiss me. Okay. Oh, I should have looked at you. Oh, okay. I think I should have been like, hey, hey. <laughs> you don't have any kids, right? I do not. Got I have a dog. You have been there all the time. Uh, you know Joshua's my boy, too. So yeah, you so you've already got two other kids. I got to yeah, share them. Yeah, you got to share that. <laughs> but what is your type? My type? Well, my type was when I was 20. It's different from when yeah. it is What was now. it when you were 20? When I was 20, oh, I wanted. Six pack. I oh. wanted them. All the stuff, you know. Love God. Love your mama. Uh, got a job. Good body. Good breath. All your hair. <laughs> everything. All that stuff. Funny. That now much? I just want them to have their teeth. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. How did the standard get so to... low in between? That have you lived like? Right. I mean, but you're going to teeth. You have full teeth. teeth. I mean, I feel like every we're in L.A. I had everybody's pretty in L.A. I dropped them every year. Yeah. I dropped one. I was uh, like, yeah. You just want. I just want somebody. With some teeth and an occasional erection. That's all. Wow. Occasional. <laughs> an occasional. All right. Um, listen, look, I just want to be like, you know what I mean? If it's not, you know what I mean? I don't know what that is. I mean, is. that's pretty simple living right that's there. Simple. <laughs> that's simple. I got that from my description. dad. My dad is like, I don't know what's so wrong. Um, in the middle of the interview, Kim's like, no, y'all got, I gotta go. Gotta go, y'all. I'm ready. <laughs> I need a good man. One who loves kids, a helpmate, who laughs, you know, all that kind of stuff. Is there want. anybody special right now that you got your eye on? Um, who got their eye on me? Who got their eye on you, right? In um, orange. You know, Especially that orange. Hey, no, you know what? <laughs> I am dating. I had a little boyfriend. I broke up with him a few weeks ago. We kind of mutually. Um, but no, I'm actually looking for a matchmaker. I was going to say, really? how do we, you date? Uh, Are you doing online? It's very you difficult. I travel. Like, I'm, I'm out of, I go on like three different planes a week. Oh. I do travel a lot. Harold knows that I'm literally gone all the time. I would imagine. And I work a lot. And I have my baby. So what I have realized is I am not the girl who can pour a lot into a man. Mm, okay. He's got to be pouring into me and we got to be mutual. Mm. Like when I am off, I do make him I would make him a priority, but somebody who's needy, oh no, it's not, not, work. Work. It's not going to work cuz yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm the hustler, I'm the breadwinner. And now that's so I need somebody who's doing the same thing. Right. Harold's like, "Why would you say you're the man?" That's why I look at my dad's like, "You're never going to get anybody cuz you're the man." <laughs> do you care if you make more money than him? Oh no, 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 no. I'll take care of him in a minute. Oh, but, but he no. got to take care of me. Listen, as long as he got to know the food, food. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Look, 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 Courtney, look. I'm pushing Courtney out the way. Move, Courtney. How to get we compete. Move, Courtney. But well, you know, Jerry, you know, he already takes yeah. it. Listen, listen. See, there's <laughs> always, you know, room to change things up. There it is. Say, there ain't room for three on this I'm side. Ju- I'm, I'm terrible. Terrible. I know, but I'm it kidding. is true I'm because I'm not, I'm not that girl I used to be, but I'm not that girl because what I realized at the end of the day, you know, once I got Joshua, is that what matters in life most? When I'm on my deathbed or it's the end of the road, am I going to be like, oh, where's my stocks and bonds and in my cars and my houses? No, I'm going to be like, where are the people that loved me, yeah. the people that supported me? So that's really what's important in life, yeah. your kids, your loved ones. So I want to find someone who I laugh with every day, that when something goes down or you said something and the, and the Twitter trolls come at you, <laughs> that y'all can bust wow. out that they're like, oh, they got you good. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, shut up. They did, didn't they? They didn't have to say that. So that, that kind of thing. Somebody who's fun, who's, yeah. who's smart. But most important is a man who has his own passion in life, I love that, that he yeah. loves what he does on a daily basis. That's important. 
that's it. And then what's an ultimate Friday night, rainy night, Kim Whitley at home situation that she I like can't say have? it because I know Harold is sitting there going to look at me and be like, she lying. <laughs> she lying. See, now I want to know what that answer was. We won't so, know. I, I need him to leave the room. Okay, we need him to tell us. You want me to tell y'all the we real truth? Yeah. Yeah. Pornhub. A rainy night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am there at home in shorts, a t shirt, no bra, and no wig. Is these, are, these, are, these, are these booty shorts? No, no. I'm sorry, and no shoes. Let me just go ahead and no booty shorts? Booty shorts? So I look like my brother walking around the house <laughs> uh, in booty shorts. <laughs> so everyone's like, is that Kyle? No. Um, I, I got, like, I, I, said, I do. I have, time. my hair is. My real hair is like this. But I have to keep it cornrow as long because I want to go blonde. But if I uh-huh. really bleach my hair, it'll fall out. Okay. So um, the truth is I'm at home. Isn't that right, Harold? I'm pretty much, he knows. I'm Because what I like to do is what I never get to do. My favorite time is usually on an airplane. Mm. There's no phone. Now they got the internet. But I can watch a movie. The last movie I saw was Color Purple. So I never get. No, I'm just messing with you. I was like, damn. Like, 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 I, like, I don't even want to react off of that. But I was like, we need, I was like, listen, I'll come over Friday night and bring that. Like the new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like on Broadway. Like I've been watching Greenleaf on okay. all right. that new series. Yeah, you know? that's a great series. Love that I used to be in the yeah. Downton Abbey, and you know. Oh, so oh. I would just sit there and watch television, mm-hmm. and I would just, I, I would, I would love it because I can submerse myself in their world. Or to read a book. I haven't been able to read a book. I, I can't tell you the last time I read a book. Wow. Because it, it's no time. Yeah. Someone's like, Kim, in your car, you should put books on tape. I was, like, was going to say, genius. you can just put it on your phone. You don't even have to, have to you know, you can My just scroll through My phone is usually ringing. Ring oh, well, that's true. And it's a different life. Yeah, so that's it's just true. a different, you know, doing stand-up. And it's so much stuff to do in life. But I would say that's my, my usual Friday, just kicking it. Kicking mm-hmm. it. Eating popcorn and snacking. <laughs> when my friends come over. Why you look at her when you sit there? Because he want to say it. But you know, a lot of friends come over all the time. Yeah. So it, just hanging out. He's, cool. look at it, he's like all the time. He's like all, all the time. And make a mess, yes. Now you got a couple new projects coming mess. out. You got uh, Fist Fight coming out. You got Nat Turner where you play Mama Bridget. Okay, this is... Uh-oh. Y'all can't believe everything on IMDb, especially my birthday. Um, <laughs> and a lot of them credits. Uh Wow, Fist Fight with Ice Cube and Tracy Morgan and Charlie Day is coming out in the Ooh. fall. Uh, matter of fact, they just sent me a trailer to uh, approve. Okay. Um, they're waiting for my approval on that. So, and what do you? What is your role? I play the nine one one operator <laughs> who's trying to help Charlie Day, but he don't want to listen. Um, so, a lot of fun in that uh, movie. I had a good time. We shot that in Atlanta for a couple months, and uh, it was fun. And working with Cube again because I haven't worked with him since yeah. next Friday. Yeah. I love Ice Cube. Nice. I love you, Cube. Um, just doing great things. So, uh, and uh, Nat Turner, that was a movie they offered me. I, but now you got Nate Parker, and this is Nat Turner. Right, yeah. like, but I don't know what they're doing with that. But they did offer me a part of it. But Because I, I've always wanted to be a slave. Yeah. <laughs> I know really? it's wrong. Yeah, I'm tired of them things. Oh, you light-skinned. You got to be in the house. Y'all don't know the truth. You don't have no pictures or no video from back then. I could be out there picking cotton, too. What if the master got mad at me in the house? And it sent me out to the field. Y'all don't know. So I want to, and I just always have, I love slave. I love slave books. I love history. So I've always wanted to go back into history and either just play, you know, I I really, it doesn't even have to be a slave, but I really want to do historic figure 
uh, just somebody back mm-hmm. in the deck. So you don't think that the the slave movies and projects that we have are oversaturated <laughs> now, and that we you know because a lot of people have complained that we keep going backwards with these movies. Why aren't we going forward? Why do we keep doing these? Going movies? where James Bond? Are they gonna let where, Idris wherever, do that? Where, where are we know, going? We have nothing to go back to. What are we gonna do? Uh, the Zulu tribe? We done that? We, this is the problem. People get upset. Where are we going? We have nowhere to go. But can, you make, can you make change by showing the old things? If you tell it correctly. Well, and has it really been told already? Mm-hmm. Like, that the many truth, times? The, the truth? truth? Like, honestly, that many times? And some Sorry. of them, that, that one on, uh, that I started watching. Underground? The runner, Underground. underground. They're getting some, yeah. some they, they real some gritty real and some stuff. truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it started with Roots, and I, and I think that's what the thing is. We There's so many stories to tell. You're right. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. There's stories in between slavery and now of great people. But just like love and hip-hop, who wants to see the story of W.E.B. Du Bois? Who wants to see Frederick Douglass? Like, what we want to see is, run! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> the dogs! That's the problem. It's like love and hip-hop. We want to see, oh, she gonna slap him! <laughs> 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 They compare those. <laughs> but real talk, I mean, at they the end of the day, I mean, but I, like we don't want to see the girl that, pregnant three times, right. but right, right. I will tune that. in next week. Yeah. Push that, that baby out in the oh field. Push boy. that baby out. It's that heightened oh reality boy. thing. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. You know. Well, we're gonna. I have said some things. You have said some amazing, <laughs> profound things today, um, and we're we're gonna wrap up soon because we got to get you out of here to your other interviews. But you always give good mommy tips. What yes. are three good mommy tips you'd like to leave for our audience? Be um three good mommy tips. Oh my God, patience, which I have not learned. Um, the most important thing is when they're young is to sleep when they sleep. You have to, because when you have sleep deprivation because you're trying to do everything because you think you're superwoman, oh, the baby's sleep. Now I need to wash the clothes. Mm-hmm. Now I need yeah. to do this. But when that baby wakes up, you have never gone to sleep. So now the baby's going to cry. You're going to be frustrated. Yeah. I'm going to spit on your microphone. Sorry. <laughs> and the baby, it's going to be, you're putting all that energy on that child. Yeah. Now you can't love on them. and, and Just rest. Yeah. The laundry will get done. Rest a little bit. Uh, that's one tip. Um, another tip would be um, to definitely, this is going to sound crazy, but stop hanging on to your baby. Because when you let that baby go to school the first time or go to someone to babysit them, they start crying and there's anxiety. Mm-hmm. But when you let your child from birth go from person to person, you know, not germs, but family, yeah. and mm-hmm. keep them around family <laughs> and, and people and play dates. And, and I say that because Joshua never cried. He went to school, he threw up a peace sign. <laughs> I was like, he, the backpack. he was like three years old going to a play school. He was like, bye And I was like, did he just roll out? It's <laughs> so many crew members. It was so many people. Yeah. So he, I never, he never clung on. I didn't let him cling onto my leg. And, right. Mommy, I never cut. I let him go out because each person that they meet within your circle of friends Someone else is pouring something else into your child. Mm-hmm. If you give your child one way of living, that's how that child's going to grow up. You just mirrored yourself. And why not make yourself better? So let yeah. your child meet other people and learn other experiences. My child goes to uh, my housekeeper, Sandra. He goes to her for the weekend uh, because he they speak Spanish all weekend. He hangs on each different kind of food. He was just like, Mommy, I'm going to Sandra's house this weekend. I said, uh, excuse me, I need to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he enjoys being over there with her mother. You know, it's fun for him. Um, another tip would be, um, ah, 
Tell your child you love them no matter what. Don't go to bed mad with them. Even if you're upset after, you know, you've had the discipline moment, I love you. Yeah. I love you. You are a king. You are a queen. You are a lion. You can do anything. I love you. I love that. And teach them. And another one more thing, never go. What I've tried to teach my village is what we learned. I learned this from Art Williams, who was in Soldier Story. I remember never teach your child shame at an early age. If they come around naked, what's the first thing we do? <gasps> Put your yeah. clothes yeah. on. Oh, yeah. What are you true. doing? Let, You're right. What do you just taught the child? Shame on their body. Yeah. Right. When we was running around in Africa, when nobody covered. Nobody was coming. <laughs> Adam and Eve went up, yeah. but that's the first thing we do. So what do we just teach that child? Shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't show any of that. Yeah. You know, okay, all right. If you want to put the clothes on, just take them in and put the clothes on. None of that. Oh, what are you doing? Why you look like that? Why is your hair like that? If a child comes out creative, they put on all the mismatched clothes. Look at you. You're so creative. Right. They didn't take them on in the back. <laughs> right. Took the, the positive spin all on All positive. Yeah. And then if you could use one word to define your career to date, what would it be? Wow. Spectacular. Oh, yeah. And that's how we're going to leave this. On oh, this wait, break. one quick oh. thing. And don'tfeedme.org. Yes. And if your child has an allergy, uh, go to don'tfeedme.org. I have uh, allergy T-shirts that says don't feed whatever your child's name. And you can check off um, whatever they're allergic to. And don't feed me back. So me and Rodney did that. Look at that. I saw that. That was a really right. great Very creation. Good. And then social Jesse media, where can people find it? Jesse going to get when I Jesse, take Jesse, know your little face. Where's your hand at? She got a turn. Where's that, where's that left hand at? Ooh, oh, it's a, it's, I am four rolling the hair on his knee right now. Once. I have Jesse been like this. rolling the hair on his knee right now. I have put a corn roll You know what we need? We need a popcorn box. All right. Kim Whitley across the board, all social media, K-Y-M-W-H-I-T-L-E-Y. Please uh, hit me on social media. I need some followers. I only have two. Give her, give her some followers. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney, where can fans find you? Sorry, she's still cornrowing. Um, I'm at Stuart Starlet across all social media. What, you what? So, so what? Yeah, you Stuart said that real quick. Starlet, sorry, I'm still caught up on the cornrows yes. on the thigh. <laughs> Put some beads on them. Sorry. Wow. She put shells at the end. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Y'all can hit me up everywhere on social media at DJ Jesse J. DJ And you can hit me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. And um, be sure to check out Kim's show July 15th through the 16th with David Arnold. Uh, tickets at ComedyUnion.com. And I'm sure it's going to be an amazing show. We're going to be there. Oh, yeah, y'all okay? Oh, 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 sure. oh, please. Oh, this is going to be so exciting. Yes. <laughs> As long as we get front row. Oh, yeah. No. Y'all, you, you want the front, front row? row? No, no, no. <laughs> you want the front row? Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe That's not. What makes maybe it not. Fun. All right, Steve, I know you got some uh, fun music for us on our exit out, but be sure everyone to tune in to Black Hollywood Live this week, and we will see you next week. Ah. That was fantastic. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram us, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.